Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for listening today on the radio and in person on video. We are doing both today. We are from KBXL Studios 94.1. And uh, so you that are watching this, you finally get to see where I operate out of when I do the radio shows. And I have Sir Max with me today to uh, join me in this wonderful occasion. <laughs> and so how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, so far, COVID-free. Praise God. Praise God for that, yeah. And uh, be praying for others that are still struggling and and continue to know that we are making decisions the best we can as we move forward. Well, I want to share this message on the radio and, like I said, on video today. So I want to start with a word of prayer, then we'll get rolling. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the people out there that are listening and watching. And I pray you'd bless their lives and you'd lead them guide them, open up doors for them, protect them. And Lord, I pray you would bring this pandemic to a halt. Lord, we want your presence with us in all we do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, a number of years ago, I had a series I called Supernaturally Charged. And it's something that I think all of us that love Jesus should be supernaturally charged because we are all filled with the Holy Spirit of God. The Bible says in Acts, if we repent and we're baptized, we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and that's awesome and news that's, for us. <laughs> that's great news for us. And, you know, we want the Holy Spirit to lead us. But as we begin to study about the Holy Spirit, I find that many times it can be noted as just spirit. But when you hear the term Holy Ghost, holy is always a part of that. In fact, it's a main part of that. Reading the Greek, which I'm not real good at, Max is better than I am, <laughs> dealing with the word holy it is described as the right relationship with God. So being holy is having the right relationship with God. Unearned favor and truth is the reality of the situation. Not fab- fabricated, not made up, but the real deal. See, that's what God wants of us, Max. He wants us to be the real deal, not just artificially made. It's so easy to say, I'm a Christian. I'm born again. I got things together when in fact we are a mess. Yeah. And I think the the scripture is very uh, clear on that and clear on the work of the Holy Spirit. I think oftentimes we forget that the Holy Spirit actually is God, right? Like it is a member of the Trinity. We got God the Father, God the Son, and then the Holy Spirit is God. It's not like it's this, you know, own thing or whatever. It may look a little bit different because it's here on earth, but it is God. It has all the same thoughts and attributes of God. And, and the fact that it's come to live with us, that has huge implications for us, more than I think a lot of times we're aware of because this really does, uh, it really does indwell us so that we're empowered and have gifts because of it to offer the church body at large. Well, and the Holy Spirit is, gives us a strength, gives us a boldness, gives us words when we need words, gives us power. It helps us in our prayer life. It, it has a, it has such an impact on who we are and how we pray. Uh, but for us to get a significant leading from, from this, we need to understand that whatever we do, that we need to stand on the promises of God. God has promises for all of us, promises that will lead us, promises that will guide us, promises that will take us to new heights in him. Listen to David's words in Psalm 145, 13. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. 
You know, I hope you'll hold on to this scripture, that you'll learn to trust him, that you'll learn to realize, you know, his kingdom is everlasting. We're in this world temporary, and right now it may be real temporary. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> we, we just don't know what tomorrow holds, and, and I'm sure most of you think about that right now more than ever. I've had more questions about things like that um, lately than I probably have ever had in my life, and, and I want to just tell people, folks, uh, you need to know that you need to be ready because when God calls, you need to be ready. We don't know what the future looks like. I talked about this last week. We don't know uh, what tomorrow will look like here. We don't know anything about that, but we do know that Jesus Christ is coming again. And life, as we know, it's going to be changed. It's going to be different. And we we want to be ready uh, to be with him. So hold firm. Stand with me and, 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 and stand with Max and I as we stand up for the things of God and say, we are going to be men and women of God. We're going to be led by the Spirit of mighty God. We're going to trust God to lead us. You know, there's an old song that goes standing on the promises of God. I We sing it at church now and again in our church, and it's an old hymn. But we need to stand on the promises of God and allow God to lead us. Through the living word, we will prevail. The living word is the word of God, the inspired word of God, and it is inspired. And God leads us through those words. Many times as I'm reading my Bible, I'm touched by, by words of God. This last week, I probably listened to 40 or more chapters of the Bible on my Gideon Bible app, yeah. which I love. And I listen, and some of those things penetrate my heart in such a way because you're listening to God's truth and you're listening to what the Holy Spirit can do in your life. I taught, I was reading, uh, listening to another uh, local pastor talk to his church, and he was challenging them uh, to spend an hour of quietness a week just being still before God, like. I think Psalms 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. He said, I don't care how you do it. Spend one hour one one day or spend 20 times uh, three minutes or whatever it is, but spend an hour. I like that. I I thought that was really good advice to spend time alone because so many times, Max, we end up doing all the talking like I'm doing right now. Yeah, I think too. Prayer is so much, so much about a relationship with God. It's so much about, uh, you know, yeah, we want to make our requests known, but I think a lot of times we don't allow the time for God to speak to us. First Thessalonians has a verse in there. I believe it's in chapter five and it says, pray without ceasing and give thanks with all these things. And so that, and when it says pray without ceasing, what that means there is like, uh, not like ritually, but like every single day carving out time. A lot of times I think we think like, oh, continuously every moment, every single day. And it's like, that's kind of what it's saying. It's saying like repeatedly be praying to God, have a normal conversation with God, but allow him to also speak to you. It's all about praying and waiting for response. It's a relationship there. It's not just a one-sided, we do all the talking. Well, it certainly is. And we were introduced to the Holy Spirit in Acts in the first four verses. I'm going to read those uh, to you today. It says, in my former book, Theopolis, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach. Until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift of my Father promised, which you have heard from me speak about. Or John baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. 
So, so Max, that kind of was the beginning of the revival that took place. Yeah. So Acts is a super interesting book. It's written by Luke. And so what I always recommend doing, which is like my favorite, um, you know, way to kind of read the New Testament. A lot of people start with John, which is great, but reading Luke and then into Acts, it's really one complete story. And, and you read this, and he's writing to this guy, Theopolis. There's some speculation on who that is. Uh, but what's really cool about that name is it actually means lover of God. So it's writing to all of those that love God, right? And so God just has this crazy, weird you know, way of, of pushing us into the story so that we can read these things. And so it says, you know, dear Theopolis, dear lovers of God, like this is how it's laid out. And what's interesting is throughout this, and even as Jesus talks more and more about the Holy Spirit before he ascends, he calls it in the Greek paraclete or paracletus. And that means the helper. And so he's literally saying, hey, my, I am going to be here. God is going to be here, but he's going to indwell you and help you. He's going to push you towards the things of God. And we're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit saying, for the church, you're still going to have God in your midst. That's a huge promise that, that we have from God. Like, that's the coolest thing ever, like to think that we're supernaturally charged because we still have God here on earth with us today. Why do you think he says, uh, Max, in in two thirty or one thirty eight, he says, "Repent and be baptized, every one of you." In other words, turn away from your sin. Yeah. But then he says, "Be baptized." Yeah. And then he, then he gives that following line, and you will receive. Then you will receive the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah, it's, it's this is super interesting text, but I love that it says to repent, which means to turn away from. And so when we're talking about sin, it doesn't mean that you like turn away and then you look over your shoulder at it saying like legitimately get away from that. Repenting is turning towards Jesus, leaving our sin behind, letting God's grace wash that away from us. That's what we need to do with our sin. And and then he says, be baptized as a command. And then he says, then the Holy Spirit will, you know, will, will fall upon you. And it's just kind of an interesting chains of events, and there's a lot of theological kind of implications here about baptism and the baptism of the Holy Spirit and such, and there's different scriptures that kind of tell different things. But I think the emphasis there is to obey God, so repent from your sins, take part in what he's called you to take a part of, which is that water baptism, and he's saying that will lead you into relationship where you're going to notice the Holy Spirit filling you. And what's interesting is throughout Scripture, that's a theme, is being filled with the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians, I believe it is, it says, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. That idea there is a sailing term. We are to fill, we are to angle our hearts to be filled with the Holy Spirit, just like a ship angles its sails to be filled with wind. And so there's implication on our parts that we're in this relationship as well, not just robots. I know, and so many people just take this uh, totally wrong. And the Holy Spirit, so many different views on the Holy Spirit and the gifts and everything else. You get in arguments about all sorts of stuff. God didn't mean for us to argue about this. He just wanted us to know He, the Holy Spirit is available for all of us. He has given us all different gifts. He wants to use those gifts for the glory of God. Anything that brings glory to you is wrong. Anything that you st- stand out and become the pedestal, anybody that starts looking at you, something's wrong with. Well, when God is being glorified through it, when the Holy Spirit is working in your life that is changing others' lives all around you, and God is coming out, that is what the Holy Spirit's all about. I remember one time speaking years ago, uh, I had I didn't even have words to share. Is that a single thing about 40 years ago? And I was just like, Lord, I need your help. And I'm telling you what, more than any other time in my life, all of a sudden, I started speaking words that they were just coming out of my mouth that I didn't even 
realize what was coming out, and they just flowed. And I knew later, I said, it had to be the Holy Spirit of God because I didn't have those words in me. Mm-hmm. You know, God does supernatural things, and that's kind of what this series is about, is supernatural things, what God is doing in your life and in my life. And and uh, so anyway, folks, we need to really stay in tune and listen and be led by the Holy Spirit. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.